You're listening to Proclaim Gospel, coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums. Welcome back to Proclaim Gospel, uh, the word of Yahweh to the world. I'm happy to be a vessel chosen by the Most High and not man. I'm going to be looking at the book of Revelation. Revelation chapter 1 and verse 1 and 2. What is the significance of the full title of this book? What does the title teach us in terms of whom the book is really about? So many people are afraid of this book because of the images in there of beasts with seven heads and horns and trumpets and seals and thundering and lightnings and earthquakes and woes. But let me tell you something. You need not be scared because Yahweh has given us this book that we would know the things that are coming upon the earth. This is the book of Revelation, the revealing, the uncovering of. This book is not sealed Your pastor tells you that the book is closed because he's afraid to preach this book to you. Because if he does that, he will contradict himself and will be exposed for breaking Yahweh's commandments. These pastors are cowards. They are liars and Yahweh will deal with them. The great shepherd himself will deal with these false prophets and lying pastors. So my job and responsibility is to open your eyes that you may see with the aid of Yahweh's Holy Spirit. When he speaks to you, I want you to listen and to accept because the eschatology of the book of Revelation, the end time, the end of the world, Yahweh has revealed what will happen. I'm so happy he did not leave us in darkness. What about you? Let us pray. Heavenly Fathers, we look at this very important topic, the book of Revelation. I pray that you will open the hearts and minds of those who hear, that you would, by your Holy Spirit, convict them of the truth, and that their lying pastors, Father in heaven, would reveal the truth before it's too late and before you beat them with many stripes. This is my prayer. In your Son's mighty name, with thanksgiving. Amen. Let's look at the book of Revelation, chapter 1. And there we shall read verse 1. The revelation of Yeshua Hamashiach, which your Bible will say, Jesus Christ, which Yahweh gave him to show his servants the things which must shortly take place. And he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant John. So let me ask the question. If the book is a closed book, a sealed book, why then did Yahweh give this revelation of Yeshua his son? To show his servants, which are those people who obey him, the church, the things that are to shortly take place. Does this seem like a God or an Elohim who is secretive, who does not want us to know what is happening, to keep us in darkness? Ponder that when your pastor tells you that the book of Revelation is closed. And if he tells you that, or insists on continuing to teach that nonsense... You tell him that the only thing that is closed is his eyes and mind and heart. 
to the truth. And then when you have told him that, you pick up your Bible, you pick up your briefcase or your bag, and you leave politely that church and you find a church that teaches the book of Revelation and the commandments of Yahweh. Are you listening to me today? So we see here that the title of the book in itself, the Revelation, it's of Yeshua, the Son of the Most High. The word revelation, my brothers and my sisters, comes from a Greek word named apocalypsis, where we get apocalypse, and which means uncovering or unveiling. The apocalypse is an unveiling of Yeshua, the Lamb of Yahweh slain from the foundation of the world. This is the same Yeshua. In John 3.16, that says that he gave us his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him, you, me, rich, poor, black, white, uh, yes, whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And for you and me not to perish in darkness, he gave this book of revelation of himself to us, warning us and letting us see what is going to take place in the future. So my brother and my sister, isn't this an Elohim? Isn't Yahweh a loving God? How can he give us a book that is closed? Have you ever been given a textbook in your school and your teacher said to you, Johnny or Susie, read the book, but only don't open it. Just look at the book and read the book. And then I will quiz you on that book, Johnny. And let me see if you would get an A+. Come on, that teacher would need to be put into an asylum. So, so here we have it now. Yahweh gives us a book that is closed, supposedly having things that should warn us of the dangers of the future and the, what is to come upon the world. But he closed the book. Come on now, does that sound like a sensible God? No, man, you cannot put God in that bracket. He is the all-wise, omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent, all-wise God. And I am happy to be serving him and obeying him. Are you there with me still? So this book means uncovering or unveiling. The apocalypse is an unveiling of Yeshua. It is both from Yeshua and about him. While it came from Yahweh through Yeshua, the book testifies that Yeshua is the focus of its contents. So the book of Revelation is the contents. It's about Yeshua. You can read from Genesis to Revelation. And the first verse of the book of Genesis says, In the beginning, Elohim, Father and Son. In the beginning, your Bible says God. But it is properly interpreted Elohim. And in the last book of the Bible in Revelation, Yahweh is there telling us about the love he has for us by revealing all about his Son in this book. So there's no need to be afraid. There's no need to be afraid of the book. In other words, it's a self-revelation to his people and an expression of his care for them. Oh my, my, what a loving God. Yeshua is the central figure of revelation and also of the entire scripture. Yeshua is the central figure. This is the same Yeshua who was with the children of Israel in the wilderness who delivered them from Egypt 
with a strong and mighty hand. This is the very Yeshua, Jesus Christ, who spoke to Moses at the burning bush. This is the very Yeshua whom Abraham called El Shaddai, Yahweh Almighty. Let me tell you something. This is an awesome and grand book, the book of Revelation. Let's look at Revelation chapter 1, verse 5 to 8. And from Yeshua, Hamashiach, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth, to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and has made us kings and priests, to his Elohim and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he is coming with clouds, and every eye will see him, even they who pierced him. And all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. Even so, amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says Yahweh, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. This is Yeshua. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Come on, he is the sum of it all. This is the Yeshua who the book of Revelation is about. And I'm happy that I do not have a pastor who can turn my brain inside out and turn me into a fool because I would read the book for myself and ask Yahweh to guide me. And that is what you should do. Read the book prayerfully and you shall receive a great blessing. So this book in Revelation chapter 1 and verse 5 to 8 that I just read begins with Yeshua and it closes with him in Revelation chapter 22 and verse 12 to 16. Listen to the word of Yahweh. And behold, I am coming quickly and my reward is with me to give everyone according to his work. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are those who do his commandments that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city. But outside are dogs and sorcerers and sexually immoral and murderers and idolaters and whoever loves and practices a lie. I, Yeshua, listen to the word of God. Listen to your creator. Listen to your redeemer. I, Yeshua, sent my angel to testify to you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. The book commences and opens with Yeshua. The book closes with Yeshua. What more do you want? How much plainer can it be? Does this seem to be a closed book? Does this seem to be a book that should be afraid of? That you should be afraid of? Come on, this is the same Savior who died for you on the cross of Calvary, who you read in the stories of the Bible, who fed thousands. He walked on the sea and he calmed the sea of Galilee with his disciples in the boat who were scared. This is the same Yeshua who raised Lazarus from the dead. This is the same Yeshua who opened the blinded eyes, who healed the sick and who, who raised up the lame. Come on. Listen to me now. Am I talking something that is piquing your interest? Let Daniel speak. Let the revelation speak and tell what is truth. But whatever phase of the subject is presented, uplift Yeshua as the center of all hope, the root and the offspring of David, and the bright and morning star. 
Oh, brothers and sisters, many have spoken, many are speaking, and many will speak. But when they are speaking, let them uplift Yeshua, the center of all hope, the desire of the ages, the bright and morning star, the King of kings, and the lily of the valleys. Let them not exalt themselves, but let them exalt Yeshua, for he is worthy to be praised. Also, let me tell you, Yeshua of the Apocalypse is the Yeshua of the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Read those Gospels the same way Yeshua spoke to the Pharisees by denouncing their hypocrisy and their self-righteousness while he was on earth. It is the same way he is speaking in the book of Revelation. He is not sugarcoating anything. He is giving it to us straight and direct. But he spoke in such language that only the church would understand because he was speaking about the very powers that would be persecuting the church. So he put it into a language where only he alone can reveal to us his people. And while we are speaking about them out there, they would not understand because their ears are deaf to these things in the Holy Scriptures. So Revelation continues the description of Yeshua. The very Yeshua of the Gospels. The book of Revelation focuses on different aspects of his existence and ministry. Essentially, it begins where the Gospel ends, with Yeshua's resurrection and ascension to heaven. So as Yeshua went up into heaven into a cloud and disappeared from the eyes or the sight of his disciples, until the angel came and comforted them and said, Why ye stand ye gazing up into heaven, ye men of Galilee? This same Yeshua who you see go up shall come in like manner. This is the Yeshua who is comforting his people, letting us know that though the days may seem dark and dreary, though the days may seem fearful and uncertain, have no fear. Because I am telling you that they are getting ready to bring in the mark of the beast. Look at how they are setting the stage. And I am not worried. I am not worried, neither shall you, because we have the revelation of Yeshua. So now, my brothers and my sisters, together the epistle to the Hebrews, Revelation emphasizes Yeshua's heavenly ministry. He is our high priest in the most holy place, interceding for us in this day of judgment. This is the antitypical day of atonement, like what was in the olden times in the Bible in the Old Testament. When the high priest went into the most holy place to make atonement for the congregation and to cleanse out the sanctuary of all its sins throughout the year, whenever he would leave the most holy place, any sins which are not confessed, those persons will be cut off from the congregation. Likewise, Yeshua, our high priest, is in heaven in the most holy place, interceding for you and for me. I hope you understand what I'm saying to you. Yeshua is not going to love you so much that he's going to just turn a blind eye to your capriciousness and your, your willful, presumptuous and arrogance and say, oh, oh, leave him alone. He's a child. Leave her alone. She will outgrow it. Nonsense. Now is the time for you to get rid of every sin and every weight that doth so easily beset you and run with patience the race set before you. Now is the time to purge and to prune yourselves. Now is the time to chop off your right hand if it offends you and pluck out your right eye if it offends you. Now is the time, my brothers and sisters, to 
weep between the porch and the altar. Not when you see the sky turn red, or you see the moon turn like blood, or you see the sun turn black. That will be too late. Now is the acceptable time. Don't wait until tomorrow, because only fools wait until tomorrow. Let me continue now with this wonderful topic. Let me continue here. So, Yeshua, hear me now. It shows, together with the epistle to the Hebrews, Revelation emphasizes Yeshua's ministry. It shows that after his ascension, Yeshua was inaugurated into his royal and priestly ministry in the heavenly sanctuary. Now, if Yeshua had died and not gone to heaven, it would be no use to us. If he had just come and walked the earth for 33 years, it would be no use to us. Even if he had gone into the grave and resurrected and stayed on earth, he would be no use to us. He is more used to us up in heaven interceding for us, guiding and directing us by his Holy Spirit, whom he sent to take his place in his physical capacity. He was not able to reach everyone all over the world. Now he is here as the Holy Spirit speaking to us. Listen to me carefully, brothers and sisters. So without revelation or Hebrews, our knowledge of, when I say Hebrews, the book of Hebrews, it talks deeply and profoundly about the role of Yeshua as our high priest. Read these books. Don't spend time looking at YouTube and, and um, Netflix and all these movies. Spend your time feasting on the word of Yahweh and you shall be wise unto salvation. So it speaks about Yeshua's high priestly ministry in heaven in behalf of his people. Without revelation or Hebrews, our knowledge of Yeshua's high priestly ministry in heaven in behalf of his people would be very limited. And yet, besides Hebrews, the book of Revelation provides us with a unique look into the ministry of Yeshua on our behalf. What a loving Savior. What a caring Savior that he has not left his sheep comfortless. He has not left them to the whims and fancy of the wolves, ravenous wolves that come into the congregation preaching spurious nonsense and doctrines. This is Yeshua himself. Let us look at John 14, 1 to 3. John 14, 1 to 3 says, Let not your heart be troubled. Yeshua is saying, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in Yahweh. In other words, you believe in God. Believe also in me. Who else could say believe in them? Your pastor cannot tell you believe in him. No, because he is just the man in whom is the breath of life and with the propensity to sin and sins daily. So Yeshua is saying, in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. This is the God we serve, an honest God who has nothing to fear, has nothing to hide. He is open and honest to his children. He said, I have mansions in heaven, and if it were not so, I would have told you. Besides, I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. Not Gabriel, no sir, not those powerful angels and seraphims and cherubs in heaven, he is saying, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Brothers and sisters, did you realize how many times Yeshua said I? He said it one, two, three, four, five, five times he said it, which means he means what he says, and he says what he means. You can trust him, and because you can trust him, you can trust the book of 
Revelation. As I come to the close of this fascinating opening of the book of Revelation, let not your heart be troubled, Yeshua said. You believe in Yahweh, believe in me. In other words, Yeshua is saying, For your sake I came into the world, and I am working in your behalf. When I go away, I shall still work honestly for you. I came into the world to reveal myself to you, that you might believe. Would you say praise the Most High? I go to the Father to cooperate with Him in your behalf. The object of Yeshua's departure was the opposite of what the disciples feared. It did not mean a final separation. He did not go and leave them as orphans out there in the world without hope and scared. No, he did not do that. He was going to prepare a place for them that he might come again and receive them unto himself. While he was building mansions for them, they were to build characters after the divine similitude. As Christ was on earth, so are their characters to be. So is the character of myself and you to be. So while he's up there as the high priest interceding for you and I, we are to live a godly life. So you out there who is just breaking the commandments of Yahweh, you backslider out there, you out there who is scoffing and mocking Yahweh, let me tell you something. The scripture says that when Yeshua comes, they that pierced him shall see him. The soldier thrust the spear into his side on the cross and blood and water gushed out. He will see Yeshua coming in the clouds of glory. The man who, who, who ripped open the back of your Savior to the bones, he will see Yeshua coming in the clouds of glory. The man who plucked the crown of thorns and placed them onto the head of Yeshua and smote it with a rod and those three inch or five inch thorns went into the, into the crown of your Savior's head and my Savior's head will see Yeshua when he comes in the cloud of glory. The man who spat in his face and ripped the beard from his face will see him coming in the clouds of glory. Those who who fought for his robe and cast lots for his robe will see him coming in the clouds of glory. Those who jeered him and shouted to him, come down from the cross, you save others, you cannot save yourself. They will see him coming in the clouds of glory. You who curse the preacher, who mock the scripture, who curse God to his face, will see him coming in the clouds of glory. Get ready before it's too late. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. The book of Revelation is the book which is not closed. You gave it to us sir, so that we may know the things that are coming upon the world. Lying pastors, lying shepherds, speaking lies that the book is closed because it contradicts the error. They do not want to teach truth, but they're preaching spurious doctrines, liars. But I pray that you will touch the hearts of those who hear your word, that they will seek you, seek your face. They will prayerfully study your word and ask you for guidance, Holy Spirit, that they may understand that you may open up their eyes and that they may be saved in your kingdom. So I want to thank you, Father, for your word today. Bless those who read your word. 
the book of Revelation as you have promised. So I thank you, Father, for this opportunity. May you continue to guide and direct your people all over the world and save many souls as we deplete the kingdom of darkness and build up your eternal kingdom is my prayer in your Son's mighty name with thanksgiving. Amen. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, P.O. Box 336, Rotown Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at ProclaimGospelVI at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1-284-547-4601. If you desire Bible studies or prayer, please contact us. Yahweh bless you.